Blog Talk Radio. from Amarillo, Texas, and this show is sponsored by the Tarot Guild, the international organization for tarot lovers, students, and professional readers since 2004. Check out the Tarot Guild at www.thetarotguild.com. And here we are on the Psychic Talk Radio Network today. This is a live call-in show. And I usually take calls during the second half of the show. And if you would like to call in with your questions about today's topic, or maybe you have a question for our guest, or you just want a free mini, mini reading, or you want to just talk about crystals, all of that is Fair game here, and the number to call is 714-816-4628, and that number again is 714-816-4628. You want to be sure to press the number one on your dial pad, because that raises your hand and allows me to see you in the switchboard, Um, and already our Switchboard is lighting up like a Christmas tree, so it's a good time to go ahead and call in and get in the queue, and remember to press that number one uh, so that I see that you want to be on the air. All right, today is going to be a very exciting show, um, and I thought I'd start off, do things a little bit different. I'm going to start off by sharing the card of the day, which is posted in the Psychic Talks Radio Facebook group. If you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, you want to do that. You don't want to miss out on stuff. We have a page and a group. Like the page, join the group, join the conversation. You can get to that by either going to Facebook and searching for Psychic Talks Radio Network, or you can go to psychictalk.net forward slash Facebook. And the card that I posted today kind of goes along with the topic. Um, This card comes from the Mediumship Training Deck by John Holland and Lauren Rainbow with artwork by Michael, I want to say Michael, is it Michael? Michael Morgan Stern? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> had to think for a second, is it Michael or is it Matthew? Is it Michael or is it it's Michael? Um, and it's a beautiful card, and it's about nurturing yourself. And this deck, much like our topic today, is really focused on mediumship, the mediumship training deck. And so the nurturing yourself card, my message with that is about how important it is to take care of yourself, that sometimes when we're focused on, you know, providing a service for other people like mediumship, um, we can kind of forget to take care of ourselves. And sometimes we can feel tired and drained and even get a little moody. So you don't want that to happen. you got to remember uh, we're all made up of energy and you know, that energy needs to be honored and preserved and, and taken care of. So today might be a good day to kind of schedule some time to, you know, pamper yourself, uh, make sure that you're, you know, doing something that makes you feel good, make sure you're being hydrated enough. It might be a good day, depending on what the weather is like where you are, to take a walk in nature as well. It doesn't really matter. Whatever works for you to help you replenish that energy. 
Okay, and the thing that I'm going to do a little bit different is I thought I, before we bring on our guests and talk about our topic, Adventures in Mediumship, <laughs> which I'm so excited to talk about, and I'll tell you why in a little bit, um, I wanted to share the crystal of the month, which is Shatakite. And Shatakite is actually a crystal that people um, – have found to be really helpful when it comes to mediumship and connecting uh, with the other side, with spirit, with their guardian angel, um, to help them when they're working on developing their psychic abilities. It's a beautiful, beautiful stone. It's actually a copper silicate hydroxide mineral. Um, and it, you know, I guess we've, I, you know, it's kind of funny. It's like I want to say it's a fairly, you know, modern stone, but not really. It's, it's, sometimes the discoveries of stones are modern, but the stones have been there for a while. But this one was um, first discovered in 1915 in Arizona in a mine called the Shattuck Mine. S-H-A-T-T-U-C-K. Um, so that's where it gets its name from. It's commonly found near um, malachite, chrysocolla, turquoise, azurite. So those stones that it is naturally found next to are really good companion stones um, to work with if you're working with shatakite. And it's got beautiful colors from like a light sky blue to a blue you see like purple in it sometimes, commonly found in the American Southwest and even in Germany and Greece and South Africa, Great Britain, Argentina. You know, it's been found in a lot of different places. And, you know, so it is a stone of intuition, mediumship, psychic abilities. So if you're thinking like, okay, I'm starting to feel like, I'm getting all these, like, intuitive hits or, you know, uh, I'm getting messages from the other side or feel like my spirit guides are talking to me and is there a stone that can help me with that? Shatakite is a good stone to seek out for that. And it's got a lot of other, um, you know, interesting qualities to it because not only enhancing our intuition and, you know, our sixth sense in that way, but also a lot of our physical um, regular five senses, too, can be enhanced with working with shatterkite. And as always, when we work with the stone, we want to keep it in our auric field. We don't have to wear it. We don't have to carry it. But, you know, you want to have it around you so you can more closely connect to the energy of the stone. Okay. So, and as always, let me know. Uh, if you're working with Shatakite or if you hear the show and you decide, like, hey, I'm going to try that, I would love to hear from you. Call into the show and, and share your experiences. Okay, so let's get down to it. This is really exciting. We're going to be talking about adventures in mediumship, and I have a wonderful guest on, Katarina who has been having a lot of adventures in mediumship, uh, especially lately. And I'm so excited to be able to introduce There's a Rock for That listeners to Katarina. So I'm not the only one who gets to hear her interesting stories. <laughs> so without further ado, let's bring her on. Katerina, are you there? Welcome to There's a Rock to That. Hello. Yes, I am here. Thank you for welcoming me. Yes. <laughs> this is exciting. <laughs> I've been wanting to have you on for a while um, just because, you know, there's so much, it seems to me there's so much going on, you know, I think ever since the pandemic started with so many people telling me about, you know, experiences that they're having. They feel like almost like their abilities are activating in some way, whether it's just pure 
you know, psychic experiences, whether it's like people from the other side coming through. And so I've been wanting to do kind of a show about that. And I just thought that you're the perfect person because of what you've been experiencing. But before we get into the wild (laughs) and like wonderful um, things that have been happening lately, I was hoping you could kind of, you know, tell people how this, how this mediumship, how thing kind of began for you. Well, um, what I distinctly remember is uh, something that happened about, I don't know, 10 to 15 years ago. And it was, um, I was, messages come to me in dreams. And um, other times it'll come to me in that in-between time, uh, just before dawn. Um, And then Mm -hmm. I've had all kinds of feelings. But that particular evening, I was in bed, and um, I was at my parents' house at the time. And then I was dreaming, and I saw, you know, people from the family business that weren't even working anymore there and all kinds of things in that dream. And then I saw the ceiling where I was currently sleeping and I saw a drill go around and then as if they were cutting a hole in the ceiling and then a yellow flower came down and when I went upstairs and told the story to my family they had informed me that just at that very same time there was someone who tried to break into the family business but they went into the other business so that one really uh, shook me (laughs) and shook I think a lot of people in my family (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, like, how did they react to um, that, you know, because it's kind of, it's one thing, you know, like, goodness, it's bad enough to hear that somebody's trying to break into your business, but then to have uh, your kid, you know, tell you, like, I just dreamt this, uh, you know, this, this was happening in the ceiling, did they, were, like, what was their reaction like? It was a look of shock, you know, and then, you know, some disbelief. And I'm not surprised by that, you know. It was mainly my father who, like, listened and told me what happened. But there was some disbelief, you know, it's to be expected. I myself couldn't believe it. Wow. And, you know, I, I have a question about, like, that. Is it always, you know, so that started with a dream experience. Is it is that an unusual thing for you, or is it always like, you know, being able to see like something like happen in a dream state? There are different ways. It started in the dream state, and then I believe that it was progressing. So in other words, I will have still some dreams, but then it progressed to um, on the right side when I'm sleeping, um, I will, there's a window over there, and I many times right before the dawn have experienced uh, a spirit coming in, a spirit coming in very fast and then almost exiting through the door. And, of course, it startles me. It startles me every time I've seen it, and I kind of scream. I don't know if at that moment I could be heard because, again, I'm in that in-between stage. And um, that's right. what happened there. And then after that, as you know, we'll discuss today, then something much greater started happening. (laughs) Well, yes, you know, um, but before we get into that, so I did want to ask, like, is it, you know, you didn't know if you were screaming, you know, outwardly, right, or if it was just kind of your reaction. How how does the information – when you have experiences like this come through, is it always a visual or do they say something or do you hear something? Well, I, yes, actually in that particular state that I was describing where it felt like in the right side of the bed, I would see things and they would come in and go very quickly. Um, The most terrifying one I had, the, the one, you know, I'll discuss, it was as if I saw a man and I believe that he was like dressed in the, like from the seventies. And really mm-hmm. quickly at me with a knife. And I screamed. Jeez. And Yeah, and I don't even know if, if I was hurt or not, and I didn't care at that moment. And that was very frightening. 
Um, however, there was another incident, the incident where um, a man, I saw a man on the right side of the bed wearing a tracksuit, and he looked very confused. So that one didn't scare me. And, you know, I feel that it was to help. He was, like, confused. You know, they don't know exactly what's going on half the time. And the other man, I'd rather not even know what happened to him after, to be honest with you, the one that scared me. You know, where do you think, you know, and I know maybe, you know, we can't, you know, prove any of this, right, <laughs> as far as, like, you know, where the, these um, spirits are coming from. You know, we talk about the other side. Um, some people will say, you know, like I've got, yeah, I brought my, um, I actually have a, a medium uh, shift oracle deck that's called Messages from Heaven. So I know a lot of people also think like, okay, this is coming from heaven. Other people think it's like this sort of, weird, what do you think? Like, what's the sense well, that you get from where these spirits are? You know, I think it's different dimensions, you know, and it's hard for us to understand as humans. However, I believe that we, you know, just like we do here on Earth, you know, we all have um, our own beliefs for the most part, and some of them are connected to other religions or a belief in nothing, you know, but they are somewhat connected, you know, all of them. And um, I believe that, you know, when that is happening, it doesn't really matter at that point, it's like we're, we are all truly one at that moment. Nobody is thinking about which religion is better or which religion will get you to if you believe in heaven, quote, unquote, or anything else. You know, um, at that moment, we're all equal. It's the big equalizer, actually. It's a very big equalizer. So I believe that if we are in a positive state also, um, it is easier to connect with other beings that are in a positive state. And if we're in a negative state, mm. you know, we have to be a little careful because negative spirits can enter, you know, probably searching for help. Like, for example, that man I told you about that really scared me. Um, to the point where I even wondered if he was alive. Like, I, this is relatively, I I'm experiencing this. Um, I have mm -hmm. worked with a wonderful psychic, Linda Shillahanna, and, you know, she has helped me develop this more and more because I was very afraid. I had a lot of fear of this whole thing. But if you see it as that we're all one, so if this, we're all children of God, however you perceive God to be, and so this particular spirit was just trying to get to a better place, for lack of a better word. Mm. So I think, you yeah. know, I'm hoping that makes it a little easier to understand. <laughs> no, it, it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, you know, so lately, things have gotten pretty wild. You know, like I was talking earlier um, about how it seems it it kind of seems to me like since the pandemic started, you know, because I'm just talking to a lot of people that do what I do, you know, do readings and um, tarot and crystals and stuff. And a lot of people have been talking about how they feel like, you know, their abilities are like sort of like taking it into gear in a way that maybe they haven't before. And, can you share with us you know, the, the, the kind of way that that's been happening for you? You've had some really fascinating things going on when it comes to okay. getting contacted. <laughs> Does it? I can't even explain it. You go. You explain it. <laughs> okay. So at the beginning of the pandemic, okay, um, I was in the process of trying to move to the South. And so I was down there in March of 2020 when this whole thing really hit. And it was very difficult down there. So I would listen to music every day. And then I came back to New Jersey finally. And then I kept that ritual because it makes me feel very good. You know, I, I'll share this with the viewers. You know, I have multiple sclerosis and 
um, when you have that, you know, it's a little isolating anyway, or for some people a lot isolating. Everyone is different. So I was continuing listening to music. So when, um, you know, we've all had songs that we hear in our head. I think that's happened to almost everyone. And you, you know, then start to look for the song because you want to listen to it. Well, one particular morning, I heard a song in my head, and I did not recognize this song at all, and I realized that it wasn't Spanish, and then I still didn't know the song, and then I said, that sounds like Selena, and for, you know, the viewers, I don't know if people remember who Selena was, um, you know, mm-hmm. she was a wonderful Tejano singer who was taken away too soon, you know, um, it was back in the early 90s. So, um, you know, for the viewers to kind of understand a little bit more, you know, that movie, there was a movie made with Jennifer Lopez called Selena. Oh, so yeah. That is Selena. That's the one. So I was, I knew of her music, and I, but I didn't know a lot about her music. I wasn't a particular fan. I just knew some of the, hits that I think a lot of people knew, but that morning I said to myself, but this voice is really, it sounds like Selena. And it was like, I could not stop searching. I felt as if I couldn't stop. So I kept searching through all her songs and listening to all the songs. Finally, I found it. Okay. So when I found it at this point, I I also listen to music. I'm making coffee and so on and so on. I go to take a sip of my coffee and is as if she was going to channel through me. And that had never wow. happened to me before. Yeah, it was never. I'd never experienced that before, and it scared me. And I stopped, yeah. you know, startled. Yeah, and I could still hear the music, but it was farther away. So then um, mm. I finally just started to allow, you know, the music. I would hear it, and every day I would do it, and all of a sudden – I started to notice that I was walking a little better, as if as if this situation was helping the multiple sclerosis get better. Wow. Yeah, it was. So who would stop that, right? I mean, I don't know too many people who would say, "Oh no, I don't want that in my life." You know. <laughs> I don't want to get better. Leave me alone. Yes. Wow. Me alone. Yeah, it was great. But then I also thought, well, this what have I really lost it now? I don't know. <laughs> Because it was just, it was almost a little overwhelming at first, um, and I kind of describe it as an orchestra, where I was mm. almost the conductor at one point, where I felt like I would hear the music, and then I knew that that was the song I had to play, but then I would hear another song, and then I knew that that was the song, and so the others had to exit, so much like a conductor who says, you know, you go, you go, and the other person is quiet, the other group, you know, of musicians. So this was happening right. to me. So it is great and wonderful. And um, Selena is definitely the first one and that I heard. And it was uh, so great that I'll tell you another story about that, if you'd like to hear. I'd love to. <laughs> yes. So I was yeah. – uh, shower and my shower is a standalone shower it's not doesn't have a tub so um I was inside of there and I it's very small too like very small so there's not a lot of room on the floor because I want you to envision this and inside of that there's a little tiny rack that comes with the actual shower to place your washcloth and so on so it's very small and I felt my my foot, like I felt my toe feel like it was slippery, and I kind of was startled, and I heard at that moment music. I heard lyrics, and it was Selena. I couldn't even figure out exactly, but it was something like, hold on and never let go. So I did this. I was so, this is all in a matter of seconds, and I was so startled that I couldn't believe it. When I got out of the shower and everything was fine, I noticed that evening that I had three marks 
one on the left arm and one on the right arm. So I was, at that moment, when that all was happening, I was being lifted. I mean, that's how it kind of felt. And the marks were there and left. They were left there. So that was an amazing example of what I had been going through. And you didn't freak out. Like, I would, I would freak out. Like, well, I, I would have been so Oh, my gosh. My gosh. And, you know, the, you know, when you looked for, like, it's, like, I know what you mean about hearing a song in your head, you know, and, you know, it's like, what do they call it? It's like an earwig, you know, where you can't get the song out of your head. And, you know, there's a lot of jokes about that. But having a song in your head that you hadn't, that you weren't familiar with, and then, let alone like that song being Spanish and you speak Spanish. Like if it was me, you know, I'm sorry, Selena, like, <laughs> like forget it. You know, do you feel like, was she guiding you to learn more about her? Definitely. Definitely. That is definitely what I felt from the very beginning. Just the same way that I was um, felt a little obsessive about looking for the song. Um, then it was mm. the same thing about finding out more about her. So I looked up documentaries. I looked up um, more than one, you know, a movie uh, series that was on there. I did everything I could to try and familiarize myself more with her music because I really didn't know that much. And it definitely felt like that, yes. I mean, to the point where sometimes, like, there was this, uh, one song in particular that I know that I don't even know anything about this song. and yet I would play it guided to play the song. And, you know, it was something about um, a young boy, a young man, in other words, in an apartment, you know, 512, and I didn't mm -hmm. understand what that was about. And um, so I would constantly try and look for the answer, and I have yet to discover the answer. And do you think that, I mean, do you think that it's like this is not like kind of, uh, you know, like we see on TV sometimes, right, where it's like sort of instant gratification, you know. Um, somebody goes to the medium that has a TV show, <laughs> right, and like right there on the spot there's, you know, the whole history, you know, the whole answer. Um, and it, it's always seemed to me like a bit contrived, you know, to – for that to all happen. And plus, you know, it's television, right? Um, but I've also wondered, like, you know, is it, isn't it about, like, are, do you think we're supposed to be learning something? You know, with this experience happening with you, with, with Selena, you know, other mu musicians, too, that will get you in a second. You know, <laughs> what do you feel like this is about? Well, I think that we have all been through a lot in the past few years. I mean, some more than others, of course. And I think mm -hmm. that the other, you know, the spirits and other dimensions or other, you know, I'm not that familiar with all of this, which is why in some ways this is, you know, so great. And at the same time, you know, it's sort of like I'm left not knowing too much about why this is happening. But I do believe that, you know, it, it's almost as if they're together with us so that we know we're not alone. You know, that's mm. one thing I feel is why that's happening. People are searching more because being here on earth is very scary right now. Like, not that it hasn't been before, but it's particularly scary. And so, you know, we're getting messages um, letting us know that everything is going to be okay and that we have something to look forward wow. to. Yeah, well, that's a good reason, you know. <laughs> I kind of I oh, like yeah. that, you know, you know, because I I I I forget who it was. maybe it was you. We were talking, and I was like, it's like the veil is thin or something, because like it just seems like all all kinds of stuff are happening for all kinds of people, um, you know, more so than I'm used to hearing. You know, I don't really remember people talking about it um, to the extent that they're talking about now. Um, 
so Selena was like, kind of like the first, like you said you felt like a, almost like a conductor, like, you know, we need more cowbell, you know, like, you know, you have Selena. Oh, yeah. And then what followed that? Who was oh, my goodness. next to Let's see. come through? Uh I think, you know what, uh, believe it or not, next, which is going to, I think it was Eddie Van Halen that was next. Wow. And that was some experience because I only knew of them, you know, growing up in the 80s. And the song I heard in my head was not, I, I didn't even like the song at the time. Okay, I'm being honest. Um, jump. So I don't know if that was being done yeah. to get my attention, sort of, you know, like just so that I would notice it because, if not, I wouldn't notice it. And, um, you know, you feel, it's almost like, at least for me, my experience is that I also feel them. So, for example, Selena, it would be like I uh, was feeling all joyful around me. Everything was sweet and joyful everywhere around me. That's how I felt. And with Eddie Van Halen, I felt kind of like a shyness, uh, quiet, kind of reserved, like a good guy, but very quiet and reserved. And, and they also show up in either the way that they remember themselves to be or the way that you remember so that you will notice, too. I mean, so it is a very complex feeling, but that is exactly what happened. I found myself actually doing air guitar. I mean, these are things I don't do <laughs> at all, okay? So, Come yeah, on, that was doing the air guitar. <laughs> yeah, it was wow. crazy. Crazy. I mean, I had that, and then I had um, Celia Cruz. I I don't know if the viewers, you know, the listeners know too much about her, but, but you know. The queen of salsa. The queen of salsa. <laughs> right. And um, that was definitely also joyful, but it was a different kind of joyful. It was like a strong, you know, woman, you know, it's a very strong woman. And, um, you know, the other thing is, is Selena also, like, you know, go back and forth, like, I would notice sometimes that she would not, you wouldn't hear so much about her. And that, like, I wouldn't, in other words, I wouldn't feel her so much. Not that you, I mean, I'm saying that I wouldn't feel her as much. And then I would actually be like, what's going on? You know, in my own head, I would kind of say it and sort of, and then I realized that she was sad. It's like she was sad about the war that was going on. And, Mm. yeah, because it's almost like, I believe that we are striving for things to be good. And so they're helping us do that, you know, by guiding us. Wow. Yeah, that's sort of what I feel. So, yeah, so. Well, you know, I want to I ask you about, you know, this, you know, and I, I have to tell you something that I just found this morning, right, you know, because I, I was thinking, okay, what, you know, what card of the day, you know, should I pull today, you know, thinking this show is coming up and everything. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I've got that mediumship training deck for by John Holland, right? It sounds perfect, you know. So I pull a card out of there, but it comes with this little fold-out thing. And I opened it up, which I've never read. <laughs> like I've never, you know, like in the way the deck is like, you know, it's not really a guidebook. You don't really need to need it, but read it rather. But I opened it up and there's a quote from John Holland, who, you know, is a psychic medium and spiritual healer or teacher rather, right at the top that I wanted to share with you um, to kind of preface my next question. And what he says is, Mediumship isn't just about connecting to the spirit world. It's just as much about helping and healing the living. And that blew my mind because of what has been happening since this whole thing with Selena started and the impact um, that you've been noticing on your multiple sclerosis symptoms. Mm-hmm. And so, you, you know, it, it it's a bizarre question, but like, do you, is that part of the reason why you think this is happening? And can you kind of, you know, give a sense, like what's changing for you? Cause I, I know that, um, you know, with multiple sclerosis, you know, you, you've had it for quite a, quite a while. So you're really familiar with what your day to day is, what it feels like. Right. 
Yeah. And, and that's, can you explain, like, how, how it's changing, how it's impacting? Well, for me, what definitely has changed is my mobility. Um, and I have mm. had it since 1992. So it's been a long time. And so um, I'm at this point, you know, sort of like, they, you know, they don't exactly say for sure, but they call it like secondary progressive. So that is kind of mm-hmm. the part that people kind of go into after the relapse remitting. And so pretty much with that, um, you're not really supposed to get better, <laughs> you know, like not not better or mm-hmm. not much better or anything. And I noticed that definitely my walking is better. I mean, I'm still using the cane and everything, but my walking is better. I, you know, I wasn't using any stairs at all. And at this point, I would be willing in certain certain stairs, like they have to be safe stairs, but to, to, to do that again, to go and do it. And because of the pandemic, I really haven't had too much of a chance to do that, but I can now. So it is just, again, um, absolutely an amazing thing. And I do believe that all of this is happening. Um, it's as if spirit, I mean, that's what I call, you know, God. I mean, you have, there's many names for, for this, but it's all the same thing, wants to heal us all. And this is wow. a way to do it, you know? This is a way to do it. So not only yeah. me, I'm not the person who gets the benefit, but other people are also, and some of them are afraid to speak up and talk about it. Then you've got people like me who have some experience with it, so I don't mind saying it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it is a hard thing to, it's a hard thing to talk about. I mean, because like I went through that with, you know, what I believe I told you, you know, I've told this audience, you know, I believe I had this angelic intervention and and healing that took place in 2013 when I was in a really bad car accident. And, you know, it's one thing to experience it and to talk to friends about it. But, you know, like when I try, you know, I go to my doctor, you know, and I'm like, okay, here's what happened. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you know it, it's, it's uncomfortable, right? It's a, it's a sort of uncomfortable thing. And, you know, I have a very nice doctor, um, you know, who didn't, you know, you know, he he was he was totally cool. I don't know, you know, what he really thought, right? you know, but he didn't laugh me out of the office or off the exam table, right? You know, I'm like, okay, you know, and but like, but what really reminds me is, you know, when you were talking about that experience in the shower where you feel like, you know, something sort of lifted you up, you know, when the when it felt like your foot was slipping. Um, mm-hmm. And you had the bruises. I mean, I had yep. a bruise on my back that lasted for six months. And, oh. you know, so I feel like, you know, there is, like, occasionally there's some sort of evidence, you know. There's yeah. some sort of, but at the same time, you know, it, it's just hard. It's hard to explain it to people. And so I understand why people aren't willing to to talk about it so much. But at the same time, I feel like it's helpful. I mean, and that's why I wanted to have you on because I think it is it is helpful. You don't know who's listening to this and who's out there, and maybe they're having you know similar experiences, and they're like, you know. Am I possessed? What's happening? Have I got, lost, lost my mind? You know, because this stuff is not, you know, <laughs> the everyday, <laughs> mundane, yeah. you know, <laughs> stuff, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, let's, why, don't we, why don't we take some calls and, and see, see what, what people think, what they're doing. Yeah, that'd be great. What they want to know. Okay, let's see. Let me see who's been who's been waiting the longest here. Um, area code 
205. They may have stepped away for a moment. That's okay. I'm going to put them back on hold and see who's next. Oh, wow. It's my area code here. Area code 806. Call, are you there? Yes. Hi, Mary. This is Melody. Mary, can Hi, you hear me? How are you? Yeah, how are you, Melody? Well, I'm really doing really well. Some nice things have happened in the last few weeks after setting some intentions at the end of last year. Um, I have a question about a relationship. Um, There is a man that I um, adored like 15 years ago. He moved away, and then he moved back a few years ago, and I had having to run into him. And I'm just, you know, I feel like a junior high school girl um, in love with a high school quarterback. <laughs> you know, I've been kind of silly uh-huh. about the whole thing. And I just don't understand, you know, he's a very busy person, but he's got kids that are not quite grown. But I've had a very, obviously, I don't know if my pool is stronger than his, but there's such a strong magnetic pool with this fan that I, I really have not felt, I don't know, maybe – ever but in a long time and yet at first he seemed very interested and he was kind of pursuing me he's funny witty very smart very busy but then all of a sudden it's like it shifted and the more you know like often happens the more interested I show then it seems like he either got scared or detached so I don't know what to do you know he told me he had trust issues um but I, I would just like to know, you know, what's the best way for me to deal with this or if it's going to work out or mm. if I need to just give up, give up and move on. You know, I don't understand what's going on with him. If my attempts to connect and text and are making it worse or if it's better just to detach. Right. Okay. So kind of like what's the best way to be dealing with this right now? What's really going on? Um yeah, so, you know, this, looking at this, let's just shuffle here. And let's just say, let's just say his name is Bill, okay? Yeah. Okay, we can just say his name is Bill. Um, okay. The thing, what is coming up here with Bill, I you know, it feels like he got a little bit like a little bit scared. Like a little bit, you know, and I don't want to say scared like a scaredy cat or something like that, but like, you know, um, feeling like a little bit of overwhelm as far as like can I really do this? I don't know if you know much about, you know, what his, you know, what his track record has been, you know, with relationships uh, in the well, past. He, he, told, not, he, he, he was told, he was divorced about 10 years ago and told me he had not really had a relationship since, which is yeah. kind of hard to believe, but that's what he said. Well, you know, sometimes what happens is, is like, you know, People can get it kind of twisted in their head that uh, you know relationship that they you know like it's like it's some like college exam or something. <laughs> okay, so I feel well, like I don't a understand. Well, it's almost like perform like performance anxiety. Like I feel like he kind of has a lot of doubt about his ability to have a successful relationship and that that is kind of you know you you get close you feel connected and you have a good time there's this real attraction like you said like a magnet and and i think he's like whoa whoa i'm gonna mess this up and so he kind of inadvertently is messing up right now so i think I would give this a little bit 
of time, okay? But at the same time, you're not going to put your life on hold waiting for somebody else to get it together. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, what you were feeling from him and about him, I feel like that's legit, you know, like that's authentic. But he's, you know, he's doing a number on himself in the way that he is looking at himself in relationships. Um, and thinking that, you know, that he's going to mess it up and just then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And it doesn't have to be. He needs to shift. You know, he, he needs to just not think about it and just go with the flow. You know, that would be what would help him the most. But, you know, as far as, like, advice for you of, like, the best way to kind of deal with this, I feel like you know, to kind of, you know, let him process, let him show you that this is important enough for him to, like, you know, have a bit of courage to just see what happens with this. Okay? So basically don't do anything, just pull back? If you, I'm sorry, what? I didn't hear this the whole question. Are you telling me to not do anything? Don't call, don't text? I think, well, no. I'm not saying, like, don't do anything at all. Just do what is, like, natural for you to do. I'm saying, like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel like you have to try, you know, extra hard because this is what's going on in this guy's head that is causing the issue. It's not that you've done anything wrong, but he's got to, like, sort of, you know, be a little more courageous and, and get out of his head and, and, you know, just enjoy um, time together with you. You know, that's So it. has that's anything I have um, – hmm? is there anything I can do to help appease his fears or help him to be more confident? You know, let's take a look at that. What could you do to kind of help him be more confident? And you have a way to yeah. help somebody. By the way, his birthday is the 13th. He's in Aries, and his birthday is the 13th of this month. Well, okay, you know, use the opportunity then. You know, because birthdays, events like that, when couples are having um, – communication issues, right? Uh, there's nothing like a birthday, especially to give everybody an excuse to connect and to show, you know, that they're, you know, that that interest is there and that they're thinking of the person. And, you know, it's, it's kind of like, I would, I would do something around that, you know, if you feel like it, you know, um, but as far as him, you know, that can be a boost to confidence to know that, you know, he didn't really mess this up. You know, he didn't completely, you know, you didn't shut the door on him, basically, you know. So, um, yeah, I would, just, I would think of doing something around that, you know, if you want that opportunity to kind of, you know, connect and, and kind of talk. But, you know, ultimately – we can't, we can encourage people, we can let them know we accept them for who they are, but we can't make them have self-confidence, do you know? That's got to kind of um, come from within them. But anyways, thanks so much for calling, Melody. It's great to talk to you, and I Good hope that was helpful you. to you. Well, I guess I have a good Okay, you have a good day too. Take care. Bye bye. Okay. Katarina. <laughs> yes. Are you still? Oh my gosh. Okay. There is um a message from 
the chat room here a question. Um, Charlotte in the chat room wants to know if there is any messages to help her with her current life situation. She's a very sick cat. Charlotte, the kitty cat. Is yeah, the cat. So I'm trying to understand if this Charlotte is the one who's sick or the cat is the one that's sick. The cat, the cat is the one that's sick. Do you okay. do, oh my gosh, that's a great question. Have you ever had a cat or a dog or animals come through? Is it the same, or do you think well, going on? Well, I did have something come through. Um, there was a worker, like, you know, I live in a condominium complex, so there was a worker outside, and I looked out the window at the person, and it was not, it didn't take that, wasn't that long, but it was like I saw this beagle wrap around his leg, and I wish I could have mm. been able to say something to him, <laughs> to the, the man working outside, but I wasn't able to, and so I do believe that that was a, either the man's dog that passed on, or... Another dog just wanted to to give him comfort or something. It was it was quite interesting. A spirit beagle. I love that. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, hmm. Well, Charlotte, um, I just pulled a card for you. She said, "Okay, there's more here about this cat." Um. I had her spayed two weeks ago, and she has been super sick since. We've spent a lot of time at the vet. Well, that would be like the first advice, right? Take your <laughs> take your cat to the vet. Um, we spent a lot of time at the vet trying to heal her, but so far nothing is helping. And I, wow, I'm so sorry to hear that, Charlotte. Um, you know the the only thing I'm getting, the card I pulled, you know, is talking about doing everything in moderation. So mm. I don't know, you know, she was spayed two weeks ago and she's been super sick since. Um, and you're spending a lot of time at the vet trying to heal her, you know, and not saying like do everything in moderation. It's like, Maybe, you know, she needs more time to heal. You know, maybe there's, um, hopefully they're not, like, kind of throwing everything at this cat at once. Uh, that's just a vibe that I that I get with it, that, like, this, this takes more time. Hmm. Um, can I ask you, Mary, something? Can I ask something? Yeah. Can you envision a cat? Because what I'm getting, I'm wondering if it's the same thing you're getting. I am not envisioning a cat. <laughs> well, <laughs> whatever you're getting is like, well, don't beat me on that because I'm like, I don't, I don't see a cat. <laughs> I, it's not. What are um, you getting? I'm getting like a. Um, I'm wondering how old this cat is too. Is it kind of like a? If you for better words, for lack of better word, like a teenage cat, you know, like it's not quite grown, but it's not a little tiny little kitten. Um, I don't know. It looks she's like black. It's black and white, huh? Yeah, Charlotte just said she's black and white. That's exactly what I saw—a black and white cat. And she's—she so, said it's like nine months old, so you know, like bigger but not teeny tiny kitten kitten well that's perfect that's exactly what i see as well so i think this cat has been around long enough to have some trauma unfortunately so sometimes even when you go to a doctor yourself as a human right um you yeah. notice that happens where you're not feeling well and it could go either way you could feel worse when you're done or you know yeah. whatever makes you better so it's like the you know this poor cat um what's her name the cat what's the cat's name charlotte charlotte where's charlotte 
Georgie. Georgie. Oh, how cute. So I feel like Georgie has experienced some trauma. Um, at the same time, Georgie is so happy to have you, Charlotte, um, that, you know, it's sort of like sometimes she doesn't really know what's going on, you know, when there's a lot of schlepping, for, again, lack of a better word, back and forth to that, um, you know, that could be a little more traumatizing for her. But, you know, you're doing it out of love, which is the most important thing that you're doing, is that it's coming from a place of love. So I'm sure that everything you're doing, Georgie knows that you're doing it for her own good. So hopefully Gee, Charlotte says, yeah, she says major trauma. Aww. Wow. Poor Georgie. Sad. So maybe, so, you know, maybe that yeah. is impacting her, like her healing, you know, and, you know, like, have you ever been, like, so, you know, like, you know, so nervous about something or, you know, that it just, you know, makes it it makes it harder for you to kind of feel better kind of thing? I, I almost like, um, see if she's, you know, it's, it's almost like, you know, this this takes her more time. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Oh, she's sweet. Wow. Oh, Charlotte. You blew my mind with that black and black and white cat. <laughs> wow. I'm like, I just <laughs> saw that. And I saw that right. I'm over here like, I am not even seeing a cat or, you know, I'm just like blank. <laughs> blank mind. <laughs> Reading this. Wow. Well, Charlotte, I hope. I hope that um, I hope that that helps in some way. Yeah, yeah, and know that Georgie knows you're trying to help her and loves you. And yeah, you know, don't give up and just you know give her give her time. Don't bring that worries and fears that you have about her condition. Try to not be focused on that when you're spending time with her because cats, like a lot of animals, are very sensitive to our emotions. So as much as you can try to focus on her, um, you know, her picture her feeling better and in good health and, and see if that helps. <laughs> wow. Um well, here we are at the end of the show. <laughs> Thanks for the question, Charlotte. Um, and before before I let you go, you have to come back, Katerina. You have to come back I on. Would love to. Uh, I any that awesome. How can you know? Um, I wanted to make sure people know how they can get a hold of you. And the easiest way is by email, right? They can reach you yeah. at uh, kthrnfer at gmail.com. Uh, we've added your email to the show page for this episode. Um, so they just go to the show link and, you know, if you want to reach out to Katerina, um, just send her an email. Thanks again so much for coming on today. Oh, wonderful. And I hope to hear from Charlotte, particularly, <laughs> to hear more about yeah. Georgie. And Poor I'm Georgie. It was great. It was such a great experience. And I, I'll be back. I will definitely be back. <laughs> Yay. You heard it here, folks. We've got to keep her. We're going to hold you to that. <laughs> We've recorded you. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on. Goodbye. Yes, Thank you so much and goodbye everyone. For just for now. Okay. Bye bye. Just for now. <laughs> awesome. Oh my gosh. And Thanks, everybody, for, for listening to the show today. Real quick, I want to let you know what else is coming up on the Psychic Talk 
Radio Network this week. Uh, we have a lot of great shows. Our next show is going to be Monday, March 28th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. It's the Wisdom of the Soul show with your host, Janice Fuchs. And that will be followed by our next show, which will be... Da, da, da. That same same day, <laughs> Monday, April 4th, <laughs> all our shows are listed at, at psychicpalk.net forward slash upcoming. But after the Wisdom of the Soul show on Monday at 10 a.m., we've got Spiritual Guidance Radio Hour at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, with Angelic Channel and Healer Catherine Hahn. She'll be offering free on-air guidance. And then I'll be back next Saturday, April 9th, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, with my co-host, Dex Carlisle, on the Tarot Today radio show. And we will be having on Tarot Guild professional member and deck creator, Gary Rosenberg, plus taking your calls for free tarot mini readings. And then Sunday, April 10th, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, it's a Magic Universe show with your host, Sharona Raksik, and she will have on special guest, Lisa Robertson. Um, And they'll be talking about the divine practice of angel numbers, plus taking your calls for free tarot readings. And again, you can find all of those shows listed by going to psychictalk.net forward slash upcoming. I want to again thank my guest, Katarina, for coming on today and discussing her adventures in mediumship. I want to thank all our callers and listeners and folks in the chat room and those who listen later in archives. Thank you so much. I wouldn't have a show without you. I hope everybody has a wonderful their weekend. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye.